this week on Weekly Out Loud News. So I saw on Daily Mail and um, the New York Post that COVID um, is running rampant in, in, in China, which we all know is, is, is true. Um, but there's a story out there that the, um, the cemeteries and the cremations and, and everything is getting backed up and people are, are resorting to um, burning their, fam- their, their, their deceased family members um, in the streets. Now, everyone was like, oh, this is fake news, fake news. Uh, New York Post is not reliable. Daily Mail is not reliable. They're tabloids. And yes, it, it it could be false. Like I said, I did my research. I did my due diligence. I saw it. I mean, you put it in Google and there was literally like 20 or 30 places reporting on it. Um, but is it really that far-fetched? What up? Yes, it is your boy, Trent Out Loud. And I'm back with the first official... Oh my gosh, I caught my mic. I'm back with the first official... Trying out loud news of the year. What is up, y'all? Um, I hope you guys had a great um, new year. Um, I did do a, a couple of like add-ins over the holidays. I hope you guys checked that out. But this is the first official like weekly wrap up where we're going to be doing um, the the news of the week wrap up. So I said what I had to say in the the twenty two wrap up and the you know the welcome backs and all of that. So for those who didn't see it. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. Let's get into the news of this week. Okay, so, um, I mean, geez, it's gosh, it's only the 5th or the 6th today. And um, it started off being a slow week. But today, <laughs> geez, I had like crazy amounts of posts on um, City Entertainment blog. So let me jump into it. Okay, uh, first, uh, I actually think this happened a little bit before, um, the new year, but I wanted to discuss it. Uh, Rolling Stones, uh, 200 greatest singers and, um, Celine Dion was not on the list. Uh, is there a boo button here? <laughs> like, this is crazy. This is at least <laughs> that's laughable. All right. I don't have a boo button, but it's laughable. Um, you guys know, or for those who do know, um, I'm from Montreal and Celine Dion. They say one in every three households in Quebec has a Celine Dion album. Um, and Canada, Jamaica has adopted Celine Dion as their, you know, their, their, one of their favorite singers. And I, she's a global icon. So how could Rolling Stones, even if you want to say you, you don't have her in your top 10, which she should be in your top 10, but you have to think like you have to think Rolling Stones knew what they were doing, right? Cause it caused the outrage. Everybody tweeted about it. Every talk, everybody talked about it. Every blog posted about it. And you know, if you look at their top 10, top 10 was Aretha Franklin. Number two is Whitney Houston. Number three, Sam cook, number four, Billy holiday, number five, Mariah Carey, number six, um, uh, Ray Charles, number seven, um, Stevie wonder, number eight, Beyonce, number nine, Otis Redding and number 10, Al Green. I don't want to get into debating on the list. I just, I just have to say, obviously, Celine Dion should have made the list of top two hundred. I think she would be. I don't think. Sorry, she would definitely be in my um, top ten. But more importantly, you got to know when people are making these lists. Rolling Stones is like one of the most recognized music magazines of all times. You have to know that they did put her on the list for a reason. To cause controversy, to cause 
you know, things to go viral. So, um, well, I kind of fell for it because I'm talking about it on my podcast, like the first official uh, Trend Out Loud news for the year. But, hey, you know, if it worked, it worked. But, um, yeah, just know that, you know, I'm at least I'm cognizant of the tricks that they're playing on me. All right. Um, second thing is, this is another thing that I um, that I touched on uh, during the holiday. Andrew Tate uh, was arrested. Um, I posted it. A lot of people were like, yeah, because he was arrested for um, sex, uh, sex trafficking and rape. And then he was let out the next day. By the time I did the um, podcast about it, put it up, it was like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I woke up at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, and it was already like he's out of jail. He was... He wasn't really arrested for sex trafficking. It was for money laundering. But now, uh, just I think it was like January the 2nd or the 3rd, um, 11 of his luxury cars, including his um, most notable car, his Bugatti, his $3 million Bugatti, uh, was seized of, of part of an ongoing investigation with his um, sex trafficking um, case, if you want to call it that. But it's just shocking to me. The people online who are still such Andrew Tate supporters and it's like, there's no way he could do this and no way he could do that. Like he could do no wrong. And again, I'm you're innocent to proven guilty. Like I, you know, I, I have some some trust in the legal system. Um, I get it. Not much trust, I would say, but I just there is a process in the legal system that we have to go through. So I try to at least wait to hear, um, you know, some of the evidence before I judge. But I will say this is something that I heard. Sex trafficking is not automatically kidnapping. I'm tying you up. You're yelling, screaming. Um, I saw online where there's um, a lover boy. Um, can't remember the exact term, but you guys can Google it. But it's like a, a lover boy sex trafficking where it's like almost kind of like pimping where it's, you're, you know, you you con the girl. Hey, I really like you. You're really pretty. Yo, why don't you come over to my house? Then when she's there, you know, like you start, you know, dating. And then it's like, hey, maybe you could help me out. Maybe we could start an OnlyFans page and maybe we could do video. And then you're like, you're, it's like you're conning. And, you know, if you have like one guy who's doing this to, to a girl and, you know, because I'm sure there's guys out there who's like, yo, baby, you want to make some extra money? Let's, you know, take some pictures. Let's do, you know, there's couples that do stuff and put it on Port and Harbor, whatever. But when you have 10, 15, 20 girls and it's like, you know, some of them are like, I really don't feel comfortable. Like, anyways, I'm just saying it's just that all you Andrew Tate supporters out there who don't think that's possible. And and, and there's, this, there's a lot of like, you know, ups and downs with the stories. If you do your research, just know that sex trafficking is not only, uh, you know, holding somebody against their will tie down. It could be a lot of coercion. It could be a lot of um you know, um, instilling fear in somebody thinking, you know, that they will do harm to you if they don't get on camera and do these sexual acts. There's, there's a lot of levels, um, to sex trafficking and there's clearly something going on there. Um, the police can't come and just seize 11 of your luxury cars close to 10 or 10 million dollars. They've arrested him twice on it. There's clearly an ongoing investigation. So there's gotta be something funny going on in there. There's gotta be something. Um, but again, I don't want to judge too much because, you know, I, I, like I said, I want to have some trust in the process and, and everybody has a, a right to their, um, to their, to their time in, in court to prove, to prove their innocence. All right. Next story is Damar Hamlin. He is awake. Yo, round of applause. Woo! Round of applause for the, um, 
for the Cincinnati um, Medical Hospital that has been giving him, you know, round the clock care and the NFL and the trainers. Um, I already did it. Like I said, I did a small podcast on that already. But um, the update, of course, for those who maybe missed the podcast or, you know, haven't heard on the news, this was a um, a Buffalo Bills um, safety. Uh, He got hit on the field, fell down and um, and went into cardiac arrest and had to revive him on the field. And uh, he is in hospital. Uh, He is awake. And what I found really, really cool um, about this story is that he uh, I think was today or yesterday. He's not speaking it, but he's writing notes. And one of the first things he said to ask his doctors is if the team won the game. And like this man doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know, you know, like he's out of it and he's literally just coming out of a coma and he's asking um, his team, uh, he's asking his doctors if if his team won, um, you know, spending, you know, half my life being an athlete. Like I like the, uh, um, that sign of competitive, competitive, competitiveness uh, that he's showing. Um, I just thought it was uh, really touching and, and it just shows that he's definitely back to, um, you know, at least mentally, um, things are, um, looking like they're working if that's what he's thinking about and talking about athletes. I just want to give, um, a shout out to Pele, uh, who passed away, um, arguably, you know, the greatest soccer player of all times, um, member of the Brazilian team. Uh, he passed away, if I'm not mistaken, at 82 years old, Pele passed away. So I just wanted to send uh, an RIP to um, Pele. Um, all right. Uh, next in news, um, touching on the stock market really quickly. 2023 doesn't look like it's starting out to um, to, to to be very good in the stock market. Um, tech stocks are down. Tesla is down. And um, again, I posted about this and just I was reading up about it and following on Yahoo Finance and it doesn't look like we're anywhere near the bottom. It still looks like a very bearish market. And um, over the holidays, I was talking with somebody and they were like, yeah, I think and I heard that interest rates might um, keep on hiking up till maybe nine or 10 percent. And what does that mean for mortgages? And it's just like it's just a little bit of a scary time, man. And I don't know about you guys, but, you know, when the rates started, when the uh, Canadian government and the U.S. started um, increasing, uh, increasing interest rates. I was like, okay, I get it. Inflation is high, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, in, in business, I'm used to this, right? Things are up, things are down and you need to things to level out, right? Home prices, gas prices, everything was skyrocketing. Of course you need to bring stuff down to stock market. Everything was crazy, but, um, I am starting to get a little bit worried about, how long it's going to take us to get to our bottom and where that bottom is. Um, anyway, so I just thought it was something to, um, to bring up and, and keep an eye on. And I'm interested to know, um, you know, what you guys think about that and how scared are you guys and, and what are your plans? Like, what do we do? What do we do if you, you know, you sign a, a five-year mortgage at 1% or 2% and by the time you're up, if you're in a variable or if you're in a two-year or a three-year or a five-year, by the time that you got to go back and sign and you're at eight or nine percent, like what's that going to mean for the economy? What's that going to mean for just everything going forward, man? It's just um, a really scary time. A um, little bit of uh, sad news, too. Uh, Stephen Twitch boss was uh, laid to rest um, in a private ceremony, uh, posted about that. Um, still just really sad. And I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we continue um, talking about it. Um, I think in one of the podcasts, I I also mentioned, like, I hate when people post about something traumatic and then the next day or the next 
few days like that's totally forgotten about right so i just wanted to give um a shout out to twitch and um everybody just remembered um you know when he committed suicide how adamant you were about talking about mental health and talking to your friends and reaching out so at the start of the year maybe reach out to your friends or family members or somebody who you didn't see say happy new year to them. How's it going? How was your new year's, et cetera, et cetera. And um, just remember that um, we all need each other. All right. Um, another story. Um, I posted this today and I didn't know if I want to talk about this on the podcast, but so I saw on daily mail and um, the New York post that COVID um, is running rampant in, in, in China, which we all know is, is, is true. Um, but there's a story out there that the um, the cemeteries and the cremations and and everything is getting backed up, and people are are resorting to um, burning their fam- their 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 deceased family members um, in the streets. Now everyone was like, "Oh, this is fake news! Fake news! Uh, New York Post is not reliable. Daily Mail is not reliable. They're tabloids." And yes, it. it it could be false. Like I said, I did my research. I did my due diligence. I saw it. I mean, you put it in Google and there was literally like 20 or 30 places reporting on it. Um, but is it really that far-fetched um, with the cases and with everything that's going on out there? Now, it's it doesn't. It's not saying that there's millions of bodies burning. It could have been one family that was a poor family that, you know... Maybe that um, you know the, the the prices are increasing um, because they have so many and they can't keep up with demand. And this family was like, "Shoot, we can't afford this, and let's just cremate our family member out in the street." More importantly, I think is that we can't just forget about COVID, and that was the most important reason for me posting it. And I reached out to a friend of mine who lives in Japan, and he. Uh, teaches well he used to live in China for 10 years um, and he still teaches uh, students virtually um, in China from Japan and uh, he was one of the guys I you know I reached out to um, shout out to JJ and I was like yo is this is this story real and you know he explained to me quickly um, of why um, you know so many people are getting COVID in China and I just wanted to explain it to you and um, and he even said that this story is really um, not too far-fetched so it had a, a zero uh, tolerance with COVID. Everything was locked down, et cetera, et cetera. Then um, they started protesting. Let us out. Let us free, da, 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 whatever. Then the government was like, okay, you guys want to protest. You guys want to be free. You don't want any of these restrictions. So they took all the restrictions away. But what he was explaining to me is that with the amount of people and the amount of poverty and the amount of, it's like, it's not Canada with, you know, 40 something million people. You're talking about like close to 2 billion people. So the country just opened up and he said, they don't have the Pfizer vaccines and the, the, uh, the or, or even if they do have the Pfizer vaccines, it's not as accessible and, and the protocols and all of these things. So he said that every single one of his students, every single one of his students caught COVID. So, um, no, it doesn't mean if you catch COVID that you're going to die. No, it doesn't mean that every single person that's dying in China is not being buried or not being cremated. Um, but it does mean that COVID is still out there, that COVID is still in um, an issue, and it's something that we should um, be paying attention to is, is all the reason why 
um, I made that post. Uh, so, and I decided to keep it up. And like I said, I don't just post randomly. I Google, I look, I check, um, and I reach out to somebody in China and he was like, yeah, post it. Um, all right. Our next story, Julia Fox is, uh, back in the headlines. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, Julia, uh, Fox was the star of uncut gems. And, um, of course, probably most famously known, known for, um, dating Kanye West, um, I think it was at the top of the year, like in January. Anyways, um, she was on a talk show and then somebody asked her, 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 uh, favorite celebrity date. And, um, she was like, Oh, I can't say the name. I can't say who it is. But what I can say is that I was on a private jet and then we landed and then, uh, I, we bought a couple of Chanel, uh, bags and then we were like cuddling on the jet and then it like it cuts. And then I guess maybe it was in another segment. And then it was like, Oh, people are saying that that date you were on was with Drake. And then she's like, okay, maybe <laughs> you shouldn't have gave me those shots. And I'm just saying like, I just thought that was really, you know, kind of dirty of her to do. Like she's out there. She's, Whatever. I don't think she has the attention that she was getting, you know, after she was with Kanye or broke up with Kanye. And it's like, yo, why are you going to throw, you know, whether the story is real or fake? And, and if it is fake, it's even worse. But you know, if this guy took you out on a date and, you know, it's not public, it's not something that you guys have discussed. Like, why are you going to go on a, a talk show and be like, yeah, maybe it was Drake, you know, just so that you could get, you know, a headline for a day. Like, I just thought that was super whack. Um, you know, a lot of people don't believe it because, you know, she's really changed up her look like an uncut gem. She, you know, had a certain appeal and I think everybody was into her and now she's more in the fashion world. Like she shaved off her eyebrows and she's, you know, definitely has this, a different look, um, to her now. But I mean, in uncut gems and, you know, before she, she changed over to this look, yo, she was, you know, there's a reason why Kanye was, was flying her around, man. Um, so all these people who are like, oh my gosh, that's not Drake's type. Just want to highlight that, um, that it's, if he did take her out on, on, on his jet on a date, I'm pretty sure it wasn't this Julia Fox. now that we're seeing, I think it was probably like, you know, the 2021 version or the early Kanye version. And also the last bit of information is that, yo, you know, that Drake is like a war expert, <laughs> you know what I mean? Kanye already told us how um crazy uh drake is like you know sending messages to chris jenner talking with kim he said Kanye said yo drake won't just sleep with your girls he'll sleep with your girls cousins his sisters her friends to get back at you like yo you know drake is um is serious so who knows man maybe he did take her out the, the new julia fox uh the fashion julia fox but maybe he did that you know um to get back at kanye like who knows um, anyways, um, all right. In other COVID news, um, do y'all remember Chris Sky? Uh, and if you don't, I have a little uh, bio here. Chris Sky is a Canadian conspiracy theorist known for his involvement in the anti-mask, anti-lockdown, COVID nineteen denial, and anti-vaccine movement during COVID during the COVID nineteen pandemic. So I posted. Oh yeah, I posted the China post. Um, about families, um, you know, burning their loved ones in the street. And then somebody was like, yo, if you guys want to come to the Chris uh, Sky trial tomorrow happening at um, 444 Young Street at 10 a.m. So I was like, I remember this dude, man. And he was one of the first ones to, you know, because when COVID first, first hit, nobody was too um, 
too much in like denial of not denial but nobody was like too speculative of it people were just like oh my gosh COVID I'm afraid and then it started being like yo what's going on here and this is kind of poking holes Chris Guy was one of the first ones to come out and be like yo this is bullshit the the government is doing this this is coming at you or whatever and then of course that led into like a lot of people talking about it and then of course as we know like the freedom convoy and etc etc but anyways I just thought it uh, would be interesting to see like Yo, what's Chris Guy up to now? Um, and and I think he was saying that he is on trial for um, threatening. It's it's online, but threatening uh, police officers, threatening um, Doug Ford, etc. So um, by the time this posts um, Friday, January the sixth, um, I, I don't know if it's too late, but whoever wants to go out to the trial, go out there and see what's going on. It is happening at four 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 Young Street um, at ten a.m. Um, so I just wanted to post about that. And um, the last piece of news I have for you guys is Canada World Juniors team has won the gold medal. Yes, yes. That just happened uh, January the 5th. Uh, We are back to back uh, World Junior gold medal champions. So I just want to say shout out um, to the whole team. Um, and, uh, there's not much more I can say about that because like, yo, I don't really follow hockey that much, but I am a Canadian. I am a proud Canadian and anything that we win, anything that we come gold medals, uh, the, anything that we can get a gold medal in and especially back to back, yo, I'm all here for it. So shout out to, uh, the world, uh, juniors team. All right, you guys, that's it for me. That's a wrap for this week on weekly out loud news. It was a little bit of a slow news week. Thank the Lord that the past two days we got some news and things to talk about with you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Trent Out Loud. Hey, yes, and I'm out.